Welcome to the Currently Podcast. My name is Jasmine Porter, a freelance television and film professional. Each episode, I'll bring you a unique crew member from a different department to discuss their role in making a film. We'll give you exclusive behind-the-scenes stories and advice on how you can get your start, too. Thank you for joining us today, and welcome to The Crew Life. Hello, everybody. Right now, I have Denzel Williams here with me, who is a music video director. He's worked with some super dope people, guys. He worked with people like Estelle, A Boogie, Indy Irie, and so many more. But we're going to get into that a little bit later. But he also is from Buffalo, New York, but he re- relocated to L.A. So, Denzel, thank you so much for being here with me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I'm going to tell y'all. I'm going to cut him off. Y'all know he was late today. I sure was. And T- I'm aware. I told her, listen, come <laughs> for me. I, I said, I'm her, coming for him. start, listen, go at me. Charlamagne the God, you. Charlamagne, Charlamagne the God, me. <laughs> Nah, I was like, when I saw him, I was like, I'm going to hold this against you for being late. But nah, it's all good. So thank you for coming on. I know it's like Thanksgiving weekend. You got to separate from your family. So I really appreciate it. It's all good. But let's let's just get right into it. Um, I know you're from Buffalo, New York, and it's not like a super big scene. I mean, we have like films and stuff here, but it's not a big scene. So tell us how you got to where you are today, being able to work with some of those super dope people. Mm. Well, several things. Uh, I would say if it was a if it was one word you told me to, to say that describe what I did, mm-hmm. I'll say taking risks. I mean, to detail, um, you know, after high school, I basically, I basically left. I went to New York City, the closest city that I can mentally prepare myself to go right to. Right after high school. Right after high school, it's August. Wow. Like, so I only had two months to hang yeah, out. Yeah, you was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I left. Um, went to film school out there. Uh, and you know, my number one goal was pretty much to be a music video director. It was, ba- it was basically focused on that because um, music in general is mm-hmm. like my passion. So I can't sing, I can't rap. I heard you were a dancer. Is I, that I true? Used to, I used to dance. Yeah. So I, I just found pretty, that out today. That was the bridge to film, pretty much. That was like the bridge. If it wasn't for dance, I wouldn't be. Film. So did you always know, though, that you wanted to be, like, a music video director? Like, were you, like, from a young age? Or nah, when did you decide was, that you wanted was, to do that? It was all gradual. Like, uh, I had different interests. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, um, at the sponge years, like, thir- like the teenage years. Yeah, those 13, school, 14, 15. Yeah, so um, it, was at, it was, like, a four-year, three-year straight period where it was just all dance. Like, I didn't see the, I didn't think about the future. It was just in the moment. Yeah. What am I doing right now? Yeah. And then when I started thinking about the future, um, I took interest in film. I still kept dancing. Mm-hmm. But then I did my research when it was time. It was getting down to the wire. I was a senior. I was like, all right. I, I got to figure, figure something out. <laughs> but all I know is I have to make something happen. Yeah. Um, I left, though. I left and went to New York City. Um, tried film there. Um, thankfully, I went to high school for film. Um, so you already knew a little bit. Yeah. So, but you know, that's the way the system is right now. There's no, um, there's no elevation between high school. For me, in my experience, mm-hmm. there's no. I felt like what I learned in high school was the exact same thing I was teaching in college. Really? Yeah. So I pretty much, um, long story short, New York didn't work out. Um, Did you graduate? I graduated from, I'll get to that, like I pretty much left New York and went to LA and I left and finished there. So 
you went to New York. How long were you in New York for before you left, before you I left and went to L.A.? it was a solid six months. <laughs> it was what? a full semester, yeah. It was a full semester, and... Um, what made you decide to leave? It just wasn't working. Like, I, the plan was pretty much to do school, mm-hmm. you know, learn from school, you know, network in school, but also network outside of school. Yeah. Because I know that there are certain things that you can't go around, you know what I mean? Not at all. You have to be... You have to double it. You have to double your opportunity. And that way you got to network in school and outside. And outside. And it didn't work well in New York. I kept meeting a lot of fashion-driven opportunities. And I was never passionate about fashion. I was always passionate about music. So if You I weren't found, meeting the right people. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, I'm about to go to L.A. Mm-hmm. And then that took time for me to figure that out when I, during um, Chris, uh, holiday break. Yeah. You know, I was trying to figure out, all right, what's the next move? Because I know right here is not is mm-hmm. wouldn't be a wouldn't, wouldn't be a possibility for me to do what I want to do. So um, a friend of mine who went to this school called LA Film School, he was out there, and he was like, "Yo, man, just come out here." Yeah. His name is Calvin, um, and it was literally mid mid. It's kind of funny because I, I've been going through this since high school, so it's kind of like mid semester mm-hmm. where Christmas break is over when we go on to the next one. In January, yeah. Yeah, I got into that. I got into <laughs> L.A. Film School that like, semester. Wow. It was like a blessing. So when I got there. That's crazy how fast. Yeah. You know, because sometimes it's like a whole long process of trying to get into school. But for you, it was like, all right, I'm done in New York. I'm going to L.A. And it worked out. Yeah. Um, so I got there and I, gra- I finished there pretty much the answer. So what year did you graduate from college? Twenty. What year yeah, was like that? it's been so long, I don't even remember. It was definitely before twenty. It was twenty, definitely before twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. I want to ask you this because I hear everybody has a different perspective. Some people feel like they think it's still beneficial to go to film school, and other people feel like it's not. Even though you graduated, would you tell other people like, "No, nah, I think you should go to film school"? Or do you think people can like make it without it? You could definitely make it without mm-hmm. it. You don't feel like it's necessary? Nah. You just need to see the world we live in, and especially with the with this creative, with this genre. I wouldn't say you just got to, if you want to be a doctor, I wouldn't say you just skip school. You nah, you, you, but you have to, nah, to be I'm a doctor. Nah, I'm not saying that. You got to go to school to be a doctor. But in this field, it's really about finding information. That's all yeah. that matters. What is information you're going to find to get to the next level? So with me, um, L.A. Film School was a place I went to, and mm-hmm. I was supposed to learn there. But I learned everything outside. Yeah. I, I found my mentor, and I just... Which is who? His name is Taj. Taj TPK. His real name is Taj Stansby. Mm-hmm. What does he do? He's a... He's a, he's a he, I met him as a music video director. Okay. And now he's graduated to that point where he's about to do his first uh, first film oh, wow. in April. Probably and are you in his... Are, is he still your mentor to this day? Uh, He's my brother. Yeah. He's it's my progressed. Brother. It's progressed, yeah. He's my brother, and and I and I just happen to get knowledge from him. Yeah. Yeah. So he's. So you work with like we said, like people like Estelle. Can you tell us who was the first like say high profile person that you work with, and tell us exactly kind of how you landed that that gig working with them? Personally, um, the one I landed was NGI to be. Mm-hmm. And that was like. A, it wasn't like an established the structure of a music video. Yeah. You know. Okay. Write the treatment. Okay. Let's figure out the date. It wasn't really like that. It was pretty much like a, 
Hey, you free? Okay, uh, and Diary got a show on this date in LA. But who were you connected with to even be able to, like, yo, Denzel, are you free? Like, who are these people that, like, who are those connections that you have that are able yeah. to, like, call you and be like, are you free to come and, like, work with these kind of yeah, people? So, um, uh, my mentor, he was signed to this production company mm -hmm. called Happy Place, and they specialize in commercials and music okay. videos. Um, I was interning under him, and I think it was kind of like I was interning him, I was interning under them. Yeah. But I always used to show him my work. I used to literally spend my refund checks. I think that's what you have to do. Flying from New York to L.A., paying for music videos, not them paying me. Wow. I just wanted to get the job done. Going, coming back to Buffalo, shooting videos. Yeah. No, no charge. Going to Canada, whatever. Because you have to have something to show people. Exactly. So I used to show them, and I, they used to be like, oh, you're getting better. Yeah. So I became the intern, and after a little while, they was like, you're going to sign, sign you on the roster. Wow. So once I became on the roster, then I was able to get opportunities like that. So explain to anybody who doesn't know, what is the process like of being like a music video director? Like when somebody hits you up, take us day by day kind of what you have to do to be able to create a music video. I feel like now it's not the, the, the lines or the barriers has been broken. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's no barrier because we have the access of cameras and internet and anybody can be a music video director yeah. and get a big opportunity. But um, I think I kind of the, the when I started, I felt like that was the last few years of the, the structure. Tradition, yeah, the structure so the way of doing it. tradition was, um, you get signed to a production company, you have access to all of the labels. Mm -hmm. Now, the labels are, um, they own artists. I mean, not own artists, but they manage the artists. Yeah. So it's pretty much like a um, the communication with the production company and the label. Really, the video commissioner over there, that's the actual position at the label right Okay. So they say, okay, let's just say, um, hey, uh, we got a video. I'm just sh shooting high. Hey, production company, we got a new song that we want to do a video with, who Rihanna or something like that. Write a treatment, all right? So do they not? Do the artists not give any input at all? They just tell you, just you create something. Um, yes, they do, and yes, they don't sometimes. Yeah. In the email, it has like you know the, the date. The location when when they want the treatment and they say like the creative section, okay. And then under that we'll have like, hey, we want. They kind of tell you. Be, yeah, usually, honestly, to be real, when before I came in contact contact with the actual artist solely, mm -hmm. I feel like they just gave their own what they want to see yeah. the artist and not what the artist. Wants. Not what the artist actually exactly. wanted. Okay. So, um. That's what happens. Uh, kind of got lost. What nope. That? What is the day-to-day -day like of once okay, you... Okay, boom. Yes. <laughs> All right. So um, the production company gets that email from the label. Then, mm -hmm. the, then the production company sends um, their roster, which is me and amongst everyone else. Hey, um, who wants to write on this? Or they might say, okay, this is tailored for this guy. So mm. say if it's tailored to me, I'm writing. But also the trick is I'm writing amongst directors elsewhere around why because the, they've reached out to other people as well bidding, it's a okay. bidding situation and whoever creative idea works the best based and on the also treatment what budget works the best because at first when i started out i used to just like it'd be like <laughs> hey the budget is i mean the first opportunities the budget was like 5k for the music hey, videos yeah hey the, the budget is 5k and i used to write a a hundred thousand dollar idea <laughs> so they was like nah like that's not gonna <laughs> yeah, work yeah, yeah yeah so it's a little bit of 
tailoring or structuring your idea to where to match it's the budget. Flexible. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, that's so generally for some people might not know what is a treatment exactly and you know what goes into that it is your idea from front to back from every song mm-hmm. start to finish um, on paper and so is it a visual is it writing it's both so um, it breaks down the overview mm-hmm. the overall okay what, what are we getting from this fully all right boom so then this next section is okay what happens first verse what happens during the chorus? What happens during the second verse? You know, it's, 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 it's that. And then also it's a contract or it's a reference. So when people get on set, they're like, all right, cool. So where you said that this is going to happen, mm-hmm. where is this going to happen? And then I'll be able to show them, like, oh, okay, this is going to happen over here. And then, or we're going to do this yeah. at this time. You is it I mean? similar to what a storyboard is for a film? Yeah. It, pretty much. Yeah. It's just shortened because, yeah. you know, films are super all, long. Yeah. This is like uh, you four know, or five minutes. We're trying to tell a story. In three minutes. Yeah. So, I for you being a music video director, and you know, growing growing up in Buffalo, who kind of was like your inspiration? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, one of them was my mentor, Taj, um, Anthony Mandler, um, um, female directors like Melina, who mm-hmm. does like all of Beyonce's creative director, like she's her creative director. Um, who else? Um, oh, Hype Williams. Hype Williams yeah. was my first, first. First. Yes. I fell in love with Hype Williams. What about his work? Uh, he made everybody look cool. Mm-hmm. Period. <laughs> yeah, it didn't matter who it was. It, it just matter. looked dope. I actually fell in love with that before I fell in love with the story. Yeah. Anthony Mandler's is a great storyteller. But he makes, he, he, he tells story through lighting. Like, he's a cinematographer and a director all in one. That's what I fell in love with him. But from the jump, it was Hype Williams. He made everything look, like, desirable. Do you feel like you use some of those inspirations for your own style that you have today? Yeah. So I pretty much, all my favorites, I put them in a pot pretty much. And mm-hmm. I say, what will this person think? Or what direction would this person go? Yeah. So you've been doing this for seven years professionally, correct? Yeah. And how many years were you doing it before without getting paid? I'll say a year. A year? No, two years. That's not bad, actually. That's not bad, to be honest. I mean, some people can be creating for years before they finally get that break in. For you, who was that person that gave you that that first chance that got your paid job? Mm. I'm not sure. I can't say. But I would say, I want to agree with you when you say that um, some people take a long long time, but I feel like... um, it also factors in if you f- if if you feel like internally if you feel like you're worth it. Mm. So yeah, you gotta feel like okay, I think yeah. I'm worth it to be paid. You yeah. might not be ready yet, like you were saying, like I was flying everywhere, making sure that my craft got better. Yeah. So some people might not really be ready to get paid. Like your stuff isn't worth it yet. Right. Right. But I don't think I think that's a hard thing for some people to understand and yeah. to realize. Everybody is like, all right, I should be getting paid. I'm ready, but. In reality, you might not be yet. You know what, though? I think that um, a lot of people go down the line and work and go for their goals and don't have, don't appreciate the small things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, We're waiting for that big thing, but we don't appreciate like the what? little that stuff in between. That big thing can be already reached. Mm-hmm. We just got to jot that down. That can use as motivation for the next big thing because it's not going to be one big thing. Yeah. So, like, you know... For instance, like say, say, big or small, if it has impacted you, 
what I do, I, I literally just write down on a book, okay, on this date and this date, this happened. Mm-hmm. And I use that for motivation because it's not really about the Super Bowl. It's about the whole season. Yeah. You do you go saying? back and look? Like, if you I feel look. like you need a reminder yeah, to appreciate? Because I feel like everybody will. You know what I mean? We get those points, especially as creators, we get those we get those times when we wake up and just like, yeah, this is not working out. Or you start to feel like I'm not doing something or I'm not where I want to be. And you got to look back and be like, wait a minute, I just did this last week or I just did this. Before we started this interview, um, or yesterday I was talking to someone and they have like a commercial agency. And they were talking about one of the episodes of my podcast, the first one that I released with Kyle Mecca. And in it, he was saying how I feel like, and it's not just all creatives, but you see that a lot with like creatives where you see someone else like appear, they like get a new job, right? Or they make a new film or whatever. And you kind of start to feel like, even if you're, you could be doing your own project, mm-hmm. but you see someone else and automatically you start to feel like, what am I doing with my life? Like right. I'm not doing enough. Or you start to question things. Like, right. do you ever, do you feel like that from sometimes? Um, see, I, I usually use, I can only use myself as an example and help me translate that. Mm-hmm. So like, for instance, I went to Australia like last week. Yeah, I was watching, ago. I was watching all of his like Instagram stories, yeah, you, living through you. watching it, but little do you know, I missed my first flight. I wasn't going to make it at first. What? Yes. See, that's crazy stuff you don't that's know. That's what I'm saying. So I use that and then I look at that. And really, I don't say, okay, this guy's doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ain't, I ain't shit. Um, or I don't look at it like, ah, eh, it ain't really how I look. I just look at it as like, yo, that's dope. Yeah. Oh, I'm inspired. I'm about to keep working. I don't yeah. try to dissect the person mm-hmm. and be like, all right, what went wrong? That's really like, it yeah. can't be all, all it true. It can't be all true. I feel like I wasted time on myself. I could have put that on my, I could have put that on myself or somewhere. Where, where it's productive, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's the approach I take. Yeah. You know what, I mean? what were you? So tell us, what were you doing out in Australia? Uh, Australia. So, um, I got a real like tight relationship with Estelle, the mm-hmm. artist, and um, in May I shot three videos of hers, and then like it's like a three part thing, right? It's like a three part thing, and then like literally like after all of that is done, I'm on my way home, and then they call me, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like what do you want now. I'm done hey what you doing in November I'm like um nothing you want to go on tour with us to Australia I'm like yeah <laughs> it's like, that's, yeah yeah I like of course I'm right yeah but um I went to yeah so that's how I got on and then um uh it was pretty much a tour called R&B Live mm-hmm. it is in Australia it's like ongoing it's like every year and I'm like like have like Basically, like legendary artists, you know. Like I've seen some of the people. I'm like, what? They're there too. Like, this yeah. is all these dope people. It's Trey songs, Usher, Naughty by Nature, Next, um, Batman, Scoop, Lil John. Wow. But like, all of those people mm-hmm. are quote unquote not relevant today. But you should have seen the faces what? on 15 year olds out there. They were like going crazy. 13 year olds, like. Oh my God! Genuine <laughs> pony. <laughs> Like yo, the music is still relevant today. But that's just show you that uh, people out there, it's a big world out there. Yeah. So if you, you know, even with translating into what you know, I do, what you do, like there's a 
the world is big, but it's getting smaller, meaning mm-hmm. like you can reach there. Yeah, it's, it's not close. as far as way as we think. Yeah. So what were you do? Like, what was your title though out there? Like, okay, you direct music videos, but they brought you on tour. So what was your actual job yeah, while you so were out I, there? I do. I produced a um, a documentary piece that we doing. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. And I shot a music video out there as well. Now, is it just for Estelle that you're mm-hmm. doing the documentary mm-hmm. for in the music piece? Yeah. When is that expected to come out? Documentary. Um, we actually still got to work on it. Mm-hmm. So. There's some things that we got to do to tie in everything that have to be the spine of it. Yeah. You know, to, to, to be aware of there's a narration portion to it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but we're not done with that. But I'm actually going to jump in on the music video edit. Um, I'm tired, but next You got to do it. <laughs> next You got to do it. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit about money because, I mean, people kind of have this idea um, – I can't, I'm blanking on her name now, but she was saying how the worst thing is to be famous and be broke, right? Like you see a lot of people who are in the industry and you see them out and about, but they're not really making money. So being in the industry, you know, you can have music video directors or whatever, but they might not be making a ton of money. People just automatically think that. So what is the actual pay like, you know, like what does one ask for? What does one get to direct music videos? And like, what is it based upon? Okay, so generally, um, I got this from um, just doing my research. Generally, the director is supposed to take 15% of the budget. That's his okay. rate. Uh, now, since, which, which is dope because we have access to information and we figure out ways to um, maximize that aspect. Um, people own their own production companies. Mm-hmm. So they cut out the middleman. And there's a production company fee for that. So usually, um, I don't know, it just depends on the actual budget. But 10% is 10 to 15% of the director's rate is usually on, of of the budget is how much the director get paid. And then uh, the production company takes another 15, 10. So, like in film, you know how you can have a union and a non union shoot? And typically, if it's the director, they have to be part of the director's Guilds of America. Is there anything like that with music videos, or you got, or the directors just like non-union, or do they have to be affiliated with like the DGA? Yeah. Um, like I guess for you specifically, are you a member of the DGA? No, I'm not, and I I think that it's not possible for music videos. Mm-hmm. But if I jump into commercials and stuff, and I you put would. a lot of hours in the commercial realm, um, I think you know, I think. I'm very, I'm very, it's kind of blank for me on that yeah. aspect, but I don't think it is for music videos. Yeah, it's not the same type of thing. I always was curious about that. If no. it was like, you know, to be a, like, even work on television shows, you have to be, you know, in the DGA to do that kind of stuff, unless mm. it's a non-union project. And so I was always curious of how it kind of translated over into the music video scene, yeah. but obviously it's a little bit different. Right. Um, I do want to know, are they paying, is it only for the budget or do you also get paid for your time spent, like, while you're doing the treatment? Like, do you help edit it as well, or is that something that just goes straight to post? Yeah, I mean, I, I do post as well. Um, I think I've had um, my last three, four projects, my last three projects I had at Venue, at mm-hmm. the Zone. Um, but, no, uh, it's, it's, it's weird when it comes to payment, man. It's weird. Like, How? it's not structured right. Explain. Actually, actually 
answer the, ask the question one more time. So, I can so really for payment, or let's get into that. How is it like getting paid as a music video director? Like, are you always sure that you're going to get your check or there's sometimes where it's like sketching, you might wait months to get your money? Boom. So that's the thing. That's the only glitch about, that's what I found lately. The glitch about this music video mm -hmm. world is that um, you do a lot of work for not too much. You know, not a lot like, of money. For instance, like I can get about like ten treatments today, mm -hmm. and everybody wants the treatment in on Wednesday, which is like not far from now. Yeah, today's Saturday. But that's not a possible. And I'll spend all days on that a mm -hmm. day. You know what I mean? Hours and hours, and I won't get paid for it if I don't get picked. Mm -hmm. So then my time is gone. Yeah, because you just spent all that free time, exactly. and now you didn't get the. Also, also too. And I, I, I'm glad that you're asking this because that's why I said, ask, um, ask me again. Um, also, with music video directors, they get paid one check, right? So, for instance, my mentor did Big Bank with the YG. Mm -hmm. It plays everywhere all the time. They don't get any royalties or anything? No. We don't get no royalties. You're kidding. We don't get royalties off, of the, off the views. And that's why back in the day, Hype Williams used to charge so much because his music videos used to be the reason why artists sell the albums. Yeah, he used to he used to take all of that because he know like you know how much money they're gonna get off how, of it. How much money? How much money? Uh, Jay Z got off of Big Pimpin'? Yeah, like I how, can only you know I mean? imagine, like, imagine that music that. video is still dope today. And he got paid a lot of money, but how much money he could have got paid? Yeah, is, you know that's the real point. That's the black and white of it. Like, so long story short, that aspect is a glitch in that. Um, How long does it take generally to you guys get paid? Is it like once the music video is completely finished and it's airing, or is it like you're getting your check before you start filming this oh, yeah. video? So I get paid half before amongst everything else to mm -hmm. cover expenses, and then when the cut is done, like when it's submitted, it's yeah. approved, and then the rest, then the check comes, the, act, the, act, the back end check comes out. Do you think that's something, because I really like this whole, I don't like it, but this idea of you guys not getting paid royalties, because I know like in film, like even like some of the ADs, I think it's only if you're first and second maybe, and I know like the um, UPMs, the unit production managers, like when they work on TV shows or movies, they get, you know, they get checks yeah. if it's like still playing on TV or when it's airing. Even talent. Yeah, like if it's signed into their contract, they still get those royalties. Do you think that's something that you would like to see or think that will get changed in the music video scene? Yeah, it just will have to be a system to where we get in early with the um, writing. Because, mm -hmm. you know, the writers, the people who write the song, yeah. the producers who produce the song. They, now, they get royalties. They are, but see, this is the thing. We, we, go to, we come to the party late. Because mm. they already talked about that and they already did their splits. They're not trying to give no more money. In the system. So now when we come, it's pretty much, oh, we're just going to pay you to shoot the video. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So what do you think are some skills that people should have um, or grow if they want to be a music video director? You got to be able to have a business mind and you got to be able to be creative with it. Mm -hmm. Business mind as in what, though? Because what do you mean by business mind? Um, so, like, for instance, you got to be able to handle the budget well. Um, kind of like how you used to have a five thousand budget, but make a music video that was yeah, like that would gotta, cost a hundred thousand dollars. But still, literally make give them what a they great, want. A great product. Yeah, you gotta be able to do that. Being out in LA, I, I was just talking to someone and. They said that some, and I've heard this from a couple of different people. Whereas. They they like it, but also they feel like out there the people aren't 
as genuine, right? And everybody is just trying to get something from somebody. What is your personal take on LA and the people out there? Okay, so you know, um, it, it reminds me of high school. You got the cool kids at the table, mm -hmm. and then you got the semi-cool people, and then you got the nerds. The mm -hmm. nerds are the broke people and the less famous. So, out in LA? Yeah, those are the nerds. Those are the people that don't get attention, they get kicked on, they get bullied on. Mm -hmm. You know, the girls are all right here at the cool table. Like the hot girls. You know, the girl, yeah, yeah, those girls. And you can't get in unless you do something. Yeah. yeah unless you do something or else, a, no, unless you look like you do something. Mm. What do you mean, look like you do it, something? That city is driven by perception. Yeah. So if I got $1,000 to spare, let's just say I'm a music video director and uh, I took some pictures with this person, this famous person, that person, but I haven't done anything. And I got $1,000 to spare. I got a loan from somewhere. I go take that $1,000 and I go get a blue check on my Instagram. I can go to that cool table now. It's just because perception. For you being from Buffalo, I feel like, and I hear it a lot when people come here and they work in this city as far as films. They're like, I really like the Buffalo crew. It's like you meet some of the most genuine people, and you know, like people who kind of like really care about each other. It's a tight community. How was it for you adjusting? Like, did you have any issue adjusting to LA, or do you feel like you fit right in? I, I was on I was on autopilot, and I was just focused. So I, for you, that all that nonsense. Yeah, I was. I was. I mean, I was. I I, I was kind of still young too, though. I was still trying to figure out what it really was. Mm -hmm. You know, when I started coming back here, and I got to really like look, like from a far distance. I'm like, okay, now. I know what's I know what's up over there. Those people I was around, I know what they driven by. A lot mm -hmm. of it is insecurity. Out in LA. Yeah, a lot of it is insecurity. They don't people. You got to go out there with insecure, with security. Mm -hmm. like, what do you gotta, think they're insecure about? Um, they want to be cool so much. They think they, they want to be like that cool known, enough. that famous. They think they're not cool enough. When I was in high school, we we'll see that the, the people, the people that's trying to seek attention, women and men. Um, they lack attention past in the mm -hmm. past. See, the, when I grew up and the people I was around, we caused, we, we already had that without trying. We, yeah. Our purpose was to form peace. Our purpose was to form peace, a, a circle of the same thing we doing, just like creative, you know. We formed that already, we already got we already knew what it was like to go to the club and go to the parties, and it was like, oh, it's like, lit. Hey, what's good, y'all? Yeah, I wasn't really. So when you went off up there, that. you didn't need yeah, it. Yeah, it's not. But I was more so like trying to just like read everything. It takes time for you to really read and understand paces of cities, mm -hmm. you know. But it's really lack of um, lack of, lack of awareness and lack of um appreciation of themselves yeah can you tell us any cool stories with any of the artists that you work with right because let's just be honest people are always still fascinated like by celebrities in their lives do you have any cool stories with some of these people that you've worked with that you're able to share um I just think that uh every artist m m amongst a few a few artists mm -hmm. and they're not really all that famous they just like they're semi soundcloud famous <laughs> SoundCloud famous. The artists I've came across and worked with has been generally like peaceful. Yeah. Like A Boogie was like super down to earth, like attentive, like listening. Like mm -hmm. Just just someone that was literally just like professional about it. 
Do you only like to work with certain type of artists? I want to work with artists that are that, that are not um hard to deal with. Yeah. Simply just don't be hard to work with. Cuz every project, you know, see I'm flexible. I don't go into a project wanting to run the whole thing, mm-hmm. run, run the whole creative. Like it's fine if the artist come and say, that's what mostly Estelle does. She, she kind of has an idea. She has like, yo, you know, this is what I'm thinking, this is what I'm thinking. But when we get on set, it's like I never, it's like she's not behind my shoulder. She's yeah. like, okay. Now you, you want have me? to take control. Yeah. And that's cool. It's yeah. chill. It's peaceful. You know. Have you ever had any artists or any other people like while you're on a film set that's kind of like now doing your job, like trying to direct the whole video shoot? I had, a, yeah, I had the person I was just thinking of. I don't want to say his name mm-hmm. or anything like that. But he's a Chicago rapper. So it got to the point where he was doing so much stuff that my camera crew was like, yo, we'll take a cut and have, we just want to be drowned. You ain't got to pay us the full cut. Like, we're just. Why? Because he was literally like touching the camera. He was like, no, look, film me right this. here. Yeah. You're kidding. See, that's what I'm saying. Our, like, the, 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 the opportunity to become a music video director and shoot with this artist and shoot with this artist is so wide, which is good. But at the same time, a lot of people, um, it's like it brings down value. So the artist just thinks that people don't really the know music what they're doing. video director is, it can be anybody. Mm, so they don't have any respect so used, for them. So some artists used to like having somebody like, yo, just shoot me right here. No, just, just shoot me this. right here. And yeah. not only that, the art, the dude that's shooting don't have that the the the, the stamina, the history, like he don't have the knowledge mm-hmm. of how to approach things. So they just like want to just shoot. Yeah. Shooting at it, and they just because throw a I on see it. like I'll watch some music videos, and I'm like, this is like, and I don't mean to say it in a bad way, but I'm like, I feel like anybody could have did this, right? It's like it right. looked like they just shot the rapper, and he's just rapping, and that's it. Like it doesn't feel like there's really anything behind it. But you do have those projects where you can tell it was like very creative, and like I think me and uh, Rook was having this conversation like with something I just did, and he was like, you can tell that it was like an actual production behind it, like it really was some thought put into it. Yeah. And I feel like some of the artists like they feel like that, where it's like. It's nothing like you just shooting like I can do this. Yeah, I mean it's really like the it's the the obsession of money like, um, and it and it's like literally all the way down to the labels these days. So now the labels are not making as much as money's off of music videos no. as they used to. So now the video commissioner is like, all right, we about to take a couple, we gonna take a couple of dollars yeah. on the side and then give us this other director, give the opportunity to this other director. And who can do it for less, and we'll keep it. And then, like, it's just like a trickle down. And then, also, the directors don't, or the artists don't really care. They just want a video. They just literally. They just want something out. They just literally want a video. So I was always curious, and like I know how it is with films, and you go to the box office and you sell DVDs. But music videos, how do they make any money? Yeah, they make money off of views. They make money off of views. And but is make, it because, like, so so if it's on TV or if it's on YouTube or something, is it because the ads that they're playing? Because, like, the views from what, though? Like, who's paying them the money? That's always what I, what yeah, I don't yeah. get. Uh, so, I mean, that's that YouTube structure. Everybody who gets paid off of YouTube now is pretty much by the advertiser. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever plays during their stuff. And, and, you know, they get paid off of that. 
So what about if it plays like you know how it used to be like a 106 in Park or like MTV Jams? What are they getting? How are they getting paid? Or does that not count? Well, TV. Uh, I assume I assume that they don't get no type of value mm-hmm. for that. Is it just like pretty much the internet how they're making their yeah, money? I would think so. Nah, I'm still I'm still learning. Yeah, that part. about how the how the music video actually makes money. Yeah. Because I'm always like, okay, they have a music video, but it's not like okay, I can go to the movies and write you pay for a ticket or a DVD comes out and you buy it. I'm like, is it really just for the artist to make? The video is the driving force though. For the song. For the song. So we going pro- we gonna promote this visual because it's gonna be out and it's gonna be on YouTube. They're gonna get more plays. And then it's gonna trickle down to Spotify, it's gonna trickle down to that and then that's how they get the money. You make the money. Music video is a driving force, the commercial yeah. for the song. That's it. Typically, I mean the budget can range, but like what have you seen is a standard price or a budget for a music video that an artist wants to get paid? Uh it depends on the worth of the director. So uh right now I'm in the I'm in the thirty forty, mm-hmm. forty thousand. Just to shoot to do somebody's video. The overall budget. Budget, okay. You know, before I it was been the last two three years I've been in the ten, the five to fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're moving up. Yeah. So, from okay, what is the most you've ever seen somebody spend? Not and this isn't for directors. This is just an overall budget of like how much a music video can cost. I seen somebody spend a hundred thousand. On a music video? Yeah. What what music G-E-Z, video was that? Me, myself, and I. You're kidding. Yeah. A hundred thousand dollars for that? Yeah, no, I know. That's really, a big I, song. I though. like that song. It's G Easy. He got the budget. Yeah. You know, what I mean, it depends on the artist. And so those videos, those directors are making maybe like fifteen grand off just that they music video. They're making that money. I actually was in that video by an accident. So if I go watch, I'll see you. Yeah. What? All right, so everybody, if you see, if you watch me, myself, and I, I'm going to look for you now, Denzel. It's a split second. So I got to, like, pay close attention. It's at the end, too. I got to play close attention. Once you see the red Beats by Dre Pill. So did you help out on that music video? No, I was just in town. You were just I was, there? My mentor shot it. I was yeah. just in town. I forgot what reason, but I flew in. It was, like, nighttime. And I was just like, yo, where you at? Come to set. I'm like, all right, cool. I just come, and I'm just chilling. Where did they shoot that music video uh, at? Hollywood Hills. Wow. Yeah. Then I was there, and they, yo, Denzel, get over there and walk in with the white girl. <laughs> I'm like, bro. Like, all right, I got you. Chill. I just got off the flight. I smell like airplane right now. I just walked in. What is some advice um, if somebody wants to kind of like not take the same path, but be a music video director, and they're moving out into LA? You know, what are like some places and some specific things that you think they should do? to kind of have a career in, in uh, being a music video director? Oh, you gotta stock up on your portfolio before you go out there. If you're from Buffalo, mm-hmm. use this opportunity to really gather your portfolio. You just gotta That's be creating stuff. That's the being here in the city. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like-minded individuals here who all want the same thing. Yeah. So like, you can meet an artist and be like, uh, oh, y'all need a video anyway. All right, cool, let's work. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. And, and you know, just keep working, and just keep working and gather. I'll say you start doing travels here and there, mm-hmm. build your, um, build some type of network before you go out to the place that you go out to. Yeah. But I think it's definite to have a good portfolio and to have a little bit of connections. And you got to be able to, um, you got to be able to, sometimes you got to be able to spend money to make money. Mm-hmm. Like, um, uh, give an example, 
um, this festival complex con yeah. I went to. I came out of my pocket. I just bought the ticket, bought the plane ticket. And um, I mean, I was already supposed to be out there to leave from LA or to Australia. But um, I went out there early. I spent my own money and I met some I met some people. I met Hype Williams, I met Steve Stout. Who's like Did you huge. go there for a reason though? I go out there I went out there for a reason to, to I think network. you have to have intentions. Yeah, you like some have intentions. like don't just go, like you have to go with a purpose. But then the universe will work its way too. It works out in that factor. Mm-hmm. Like if you have intention you go out there, um, somehow it it'll, it'll work form. out. Yeah. Like literally I ran into people that I forgot who forgot about me. Like, I used to do a video. I, I used to work with Eric Bellinger, and I haven't seen him and talked to him in a while. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, like, walking around. And then you didn't think I know, he remembered. DZ! I'm like, oh, it's Eric Bellinger. I'm so, like, chill at this yeah. point. Yeah. He's like, yo, what's good, bro? I'm like, I'm like, nah, man, I'm just Did you I'm not? You didn't think he remembered you? Yeah, because, I, I mean, I with artists and with famous people, yeah. I kind of already put that on that filter on there like make sure just in case i don't want to go in there like yo like hey and they're like i don't remember you yeah and especially it was like years ago yeah yeah how do you feel about some artists in general like do you feel like a lot of the ones that you know are genuine or do you feel like some of them had that like stereotype that people think about them it's a little bit of both both yeah yeah nowadays nowadays people got um artists now that just start mm-hmm. I feel like they 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 build that attitude on based on what that artist that was popping they mm-hmm. think okay this person looks like he was this way so, so I'm about this. to be this way but in reality you don't have yeah, to it's weird it's weird once you how is it weird the music industry and the entertainment industry is weird okay by your definition weird how um Explain it in Denzel's words. Um, it it goes back to that perception thing, and it goes back to that. Um, it's just so much. I can't even put a finger on it. Honestly, it's just you just never know. Mm-hmm. You know, you just gotta go into the. That's why I'm proud to be where I'm from, because yeah. like this is a place where everyone's pretty much grounded. You know. Um, just genuine, genuine. Um, you know, it's just it's just totally different. So like taking that energy, it helps when I'm in that area. And that you're still that like world. mentally, you're like I can handle it. I'm fine because of where I came from. Yeah, and just be like, you know, some people are held higher than they should be held. Yeah, like you know? you're not above. Yeah, like homie. I'm not tripping off you. Yeah. The girls. Like, you're not that special. The girls that got mad followers, like. They expect what people. You got all them followers, and ain't nobody going to follow you. (laughs) What do you mean? Uh, Yeah. Like, it's just on social media, but who you fronting for? What do you got to back? I'm learning learning stability. Mm -hmm. I'm learning stability. In what? In just in your life in general? Just in energy. Like, in everything. Stability matters. Yeah. You know, because if you ain't got nothing to fall on, or if you don't have nothing to stand you up, then mm-hmm. it's kind of like you'll be in and out. Yeah. Stability, like the fact that I can come from here and come and go out there, and I still feel like I'm the still I'm still that person that I think I am, regardless of what's going on. I had a situation like two days ago. 
I was out there and with a group of people and we was out at some bar and um I don't know, it was just like a thing where it was it was like a lot of people who's like famous and mm-hmm. stuff and I'm just chilling. Like I'm just chilling. Not paying them no mind. Not paying them no mind because people around me they really like they can't like, um, be themselves. Like they like, want to dance. Yeah. I'm like yeah. I ain't gonna dance. I don't naturally dance in the club unless mm-hmm. it's something going like an Afro beat coming on. Yeah. But I'm just chilling. I'm just still vibing mm-hmm. and they like, yo, bro, what's good? Like, you know what I mean? You over there dancing too much. I'm like, bro, that's your problem. Yeah, you're trying to be cool. <laughs> yeah. The cool don't cool 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 is not cool. Like cool is not cool when you can't stand on your two feet. Yeah. And cool ain't cool is when you ain't got no money. Cool, Definitely cool not. Equal to money. That's what I'm learning. Yeah, a lot of people I feel like fake it. I don't want to be cool. Yeah, I just want my money and I want to be myself. Nah, I want to make an impact. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's your goal? My goal is to to be a well-rounded person and in the music industry. I want people to come to me for different things. I want to be able to be an inspiration for people. Here and specifically in, in Buffalo. this area that that can't do much or don't see that they can do. Yeah, much. that don't think they can. Yeah, like if you look at me, um, like, um, I feel like I got in by an accident. I feel like I feel I got like there's in. always some sort of luck to it. Yeah, I feel like I got in when the door when the door is almost closed and when the elevator almost closed. And you just I feel slip like in. I slid in. The things that I did, I feel like is by like God, honestly, but. You know, I mean, but it's me literally like doing things that uh, just just showing showing up, mm-hmm. just showing up, putting in that hard work, and really just like testing everything. It's yeah. just curious, just being curious about everything. You know, trying to grow and improve just on your trying craft. to just grow and just really taking risks. Like honestly, what other areas of the entertainment industry do you want to go? I definitely want st- to. I want to be in the music industry. Mm-hmm. I want to be in the music industry. I, I'm. You know that's that's what you want. Do you ever want to trance over into film, or do you prefer to stay in? See, that's another thing too. That's that's the thing that um, I at one point had struggles with like three years ago because everybody around me was like their main goal and all be all was film, Mm -hmm. and I had to look in the mirror and I'm like I I touched the camera because I heard a song and I just want to express that through visuals. But yours is your true passion is music. Yeah. So I want to do, I want to do whatever that's under that umbrella. Mm-hmm. Before we finish with this interview, um, just some advice. I mean, and let's talk to the people here in Buffalo or in other small towns where there's not like a big entertainment industry. They're not all in LA or New York. What is some advice that you would give them who want to go in the same path as being in the music industry, doing music videos, or even in the entertainment industry overall? Yeah, just go back to just being able to. Uh, Work with what you got. Mm-hmm. Work with what you got. 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 You got to work with what's surrounded by you and make the most of it mm-hmm. because that will help you in the long run. Like, if, you know, if it's okay if you don't got a lot of money right now. Just work with what you got. It's, it, it, the universe will steer, will bring upon people like-minded, and y'all will work together, and yeah. it will still get the same thing done. One last thing. I remember before you were saying how before you go out to L.A., you should build your own portfolio, right? So have music videos that you've done, whether it's at home with friends. You might have to spend your own money. 
And I just want to give this last thing. Say someone has a portfolio, right? They move out to LA. For you, what do you think are some of the next steps that that person should take? You got to be prepared that it's going to be quiet for a couple months. Mm. And you definitely ain't going to be meeting that. If you do, that's a you blessing. You got lucky? No, no, not even that. I don't even like to say that because I feel like luck is like... When people throw luck on there, it's just like... I mean, but I do think there like is some sort of... It but it's thing. still some sort of luck, I think, with everything. Yeah. But that's just me. I get it. But I feel like, I don't know, it's just like, say if somebody got like a job he bust their ass for and like, oh, you got lucky. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Nah, you, you did something to make it happen. I but, think you could have worked hard, deserved it, but I think sometimes by chance it might have just been like luck that you got it. I think to stay there... Yeah. Is definitely hardworking your talent, but... Yeah, yeah, actually, I agree now. Because some people, I mean, like, and I'll just go into my story really quick of how I got in the industry. I was in my friend's dorm room just hanging out with her. Like, granted, okay, you could be around the right people. And she came out of class, and, and her professor said, the Buffalo Niagara Film Commission is having, like, a PA seminar. Do you want me to ask my professor if you can go? I said, yeah, ask him. But, like, to me, that's luck, though, being in my friend's room at that exact moment that she was getting out of class for me to be in her face, for her to even think, let me ask my professor. Now, yeah, it was me to go into that meeting and like be present to get the job and to go on to set and show up every day. But to me, to be in that moment in that room, to me, that feels like luck. Mm -hmm. Now, to stay there and to keep working my ass off, yeah, that's me and my hard work and whatever. But I think it's some some luck and some chance with it. You know what? I agree. Now that you're saying that. I just think a little bit. I just think a little bit of luck and chance. You got it, you got it. All right, you, all right, you. What was I saying, though? I forgot. Some steps that they should take. After they build a portfolio yeah. and go to L.A., like, should they be reaching out to, like, production, video production companies? Like, where the shit should they go to even find, you know, um, companies that do music videos? Um, Videostatic.com. Okay. What um, else? That's the only one I know about. Videostatic.com? Yeah. Instagram, you might find. You know what I mean? If you... A lot of people don't DM back. I'm just going to say you reach out to people. They might not DM back. Yeah, I learned though. People look, though. They see it, but then they just... do look. But then they just say... They have you on scene. And then it's like, okay, so you just saw that and you just going to ignore me? Right. I don't know. I mean, I feel like... This is the thing. Uh, Write down... I feel like the better way to do it is Mm -hmm. write down every uh, every option and try all of them. Try them all. (laughs) Yeah. Because you just never know. One of them going to work out. Yeah, because then then you judge that by... um, if you should keep going or not. Like, okay, I exhausted all these options. Let me think about this more. No, mm-hmm. ain't no more. All right, well, I'm going to just keep working. But yeah. at least you know mm-hmm. you didn't check all checks pretty much. Yeah, right? it's like you made a list. You saw these are the options I should do. And now you're like, okay, this one didn't work. Let me move on to the yeah. next one. This didn't work. Move on to the next yeah. one. Well, I just want to say thank you. And I mean, I I don't really know you, but I'm proud of you. You know what I mean? To be, I'm from Niagara Falls, but to be from Buffalo and to like, right after you graduated high school, said I'm going to New York, that didn't work. And to leave and go to LA, you know, that just shows like you really wanted it and you really went after it. And whether it's any luck that anything happened, it's just hard work and like you having talent and working at it. I just want to say, keep going and be an inspiration to like anybody in the city and just saying like, look. I've met these people, I work work with these people, and you can do it too as long as you're, like, working hard for it. Yeah, I feel like you can be an inspiration and actually be effective if you focus on, you you be an example. Mm -hmm. Like, you do what, you know, you're supposed to do, you know, for yourself, and then it it just, people, you expose that. And then people will see that and have the opportunity to be like, oh, shoot, like, that's that's inspiring. You know what I'm saying? I feel like... 
the most knowledge people can learn is indirectly. Mm. Somebody I've never learned at it in a classroom. Yeah, me I've either. A trial and error. I'm not like a here. This is what you do. This, 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 and this, and that. No, I don't learn that way. That's I like an amazing point that you just said. Is that like you learn more or indirectly than directly? Yeah. Like I've never really thought about that, but it's like I'm just thinking about like my life and stuff. Like all the stuff I learned wasn't like in a classroom. It was like you know outside little things. And you know the thing is too also. I learn about what not to do more than what to do. What to do, do yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, that didn't work. I should never do yeah. that again. For me, I learned about what not to do mm-hmm. more than what to do. I mean, I learned, Yeah. okay, this is what you do. Okay, dope. But, but I learned about like, eh, that don't look, look good right there. Don't do it no more. He bumped his head hard. I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there any other thing that you want to say to anybody listening? Anything you want to talk about? Any Just some last words that you want to give uh i just um i just want to say you know whoever's listening or who's watching to um just uh um if you figured out what you want to do just do it just period mm-hmm. just do it i mean you know we don't know how long we're going to be on this earth like something yeah. can happen at any moment you know what i mean what you want to focus on is like if you if you did your best why you was here you know what I mean and it don't matter how old you are I want to say that. like no. it don't matter if you like 40 50 and you feel like oh it's if too late no trying to be a rapper bro so okay. <laughs> okay I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give you that one it might be over to be a rapper but like something else it might not be over for you yeah nah especially in the film 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 yeah world. nah it's uh, not it's not over for, sure. for you for sure you still got a lot of time yeah yeah nah but thank you so much Denzel I appreciate it no and I definitely hope we get to work together sit down and talk again so i just appreciate it and thank you so much thank you i'll be off jet lag so yeah hopefully time. he won't be late again if we ever link up uh, <laughs> blessings. thank you